What is going on, my fellow Shwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome to another episode of Cancel Sweezy, the best episode of Cancel Sweezy that uh, I can confirm that has ever been made. Uh, like always, I am your host, Sweezy, uh, here to bring you the news, uh, the best things in my life, and uh, we're going to get controversial and give you love advice and talk about touching your penis and uh, getting your penis touched. I know that's a controversial topic on this show. Somehow that became a controversial topic. Well, uh, if you're listening and you don't like getting your penis touched, this is the type of guy you get. So, uh, Make haste, and I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Um, so, but no, thank you so much for checking us out here. Um, first of all, I want to tell you, uh, I released an EP last month, which we're almost on the one-month anniversary. I like that. So uh, get ready to check it out. My EP, Ride or Die, is out now, wherever you're streaming music, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Tidal, Deezer, wherever you get your music at, go check it out and have fun and, you know, uh, check it out. I really like the songs, five songs individually, and, uh, and I really like that. So uh, Garth really likes it. That means you will really like it, too. It is something very special, ride or die, about deciding who you're going to spend the rest of your life with and who's going to be there when the world ends like it currently is. Right now, during the pandy, uh, hopefully it's almost over. We have vaccines and shit like that. And so uh, once we get that, uh, we're all going to be God. So, uh, and uh, the people are still going out. Uh, this is the first episode of the new year. Um, some people probably did big extravagant parties because they don't care about uh, their own health and the health of other people around them. And uh, hopefully... What? So I hope you get COVID and uh, learn your lesson. So uh, so like that, go check out my new EP. Uh, it's very fun, very exciting. And it's music I personally enjoy. It's part of my top nine this year. Didn't listen to a lot of uh, new albums this year. I guess uh, we're just reminiscing on the past uh, or of 2020. I guess I was just reminiscing a lot more on the past. And a lot of music was like, eh, I don't know if I should be releasing music during a pandy where I can't tour and promote it and shit like that. So, uh, yeah, you know. So I released two EPs. Taylor Swift released two albums. So we're basically the same person. Um, but uh, also what I want you to do, like and subscribe to the show, uh, wherever you're getting your podcasts on. And if you're on YouTube, that's where we're really big. Even if you don't listen on YouTube, you just listen to audio only, subscribe on YouTube. Really helps out the channel and like the video. Leave a comment on what I offended you with. Uh, leave a dislike if you dislike this episode like most people do. And uh, keep the show going strong. That's what I want to do. And uh, keep everything uh, in this world uh, together forever. And uh, so uh, that way, uh, keep supporting me, liking and subscribing. Uh, so uh, I can get physical playing music. So go check that out. Go like, subscribe, uh, and everything like that. I also stream on Twitch. I play video games right now. Uh, I think on the day this one comes out. So it comes out the day I release the episode. And so uh, right now we're doing Mondays and then maybe Thursday sometime, just depending on my week. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm thinking to this Monday, the day of this release, is I'm going to finally defeat 
uh, Breath of the Wild defeat Calamity Ganon. It's going to be a lot of fun. Go check me out there. Uh, you can uh, follow me for free, but also Twitch has a feature where there's a subscribe button too. And if you already have an Amazon Prime account, you can combine the two and you basically get one free subscribe, which is worth around like $5 a month. And it really helps support me, this channel, the show, all together. It's all kind of intertwined into one connected universe. Uh, and it's uh, it's a really it's a really great thing. And uh, basically, like I said, it is worth like around five dollars if you don't have an Amazon Prime account. So basically, if you already have an Amazon Prime account and you're not pressing the subscribe button, not the follow button, or actually you should press both. Uh, you're basically giving Jeff Bezos five dollars, and that is not very cash money of you. And basically. So go subscribe over on Twitch, help out the show, support us financially. And uh, if you want to be the real top dog, my real writer dies, you can always check us out on Patreon. $5 a month, you get ad-free episodes of the Shredcast. Cancel Sweezy, you know. So you better be my ride or die. If you are listening to the show, adjusting my hair, making sure it looks good for all you lovely people. And uh, But no, best thing you can do, like and subscribe and... Uh, Follow everywhere, you know, all the free stuff. Just do that. That's the best way to support the show. If you can't do it financially, uh, being, uh, being a little stingy. But, uh, yeah, no, let's, uh, let's get into the rest of the show. Let's get into the news. We've got a lot of big news, end of the year, wrap-up news uh, that can only be possible uh, to be covered on the Shwedcast. I know a lot of you get your news from, you know, all these random news sources, but I'm the only real news source. I sift through the garbage of the news, and today I'm bringing you the best of the best. And uh, I typically go through five articles of the week, catch you up on what happened last week, because you didn't do that. So let's get into it. First article I got, conspiracy theorists are putting their routers in Faraday cages and complaining that they're about bad Wi-Fi. Um, okay, let me just go ahead and read this. This is from Kim Commando. That's the, the website I got this from. Um, valuable news source. I can't imagine they're biased in any ways. Uh, conspiracy theories have been a common presence on the web. You don't even have to go far to find them. Simply venture deep enough into the comment section of any news article and you'll learn about secret societies, reptilian overlords, and harmful radiation from cell phones. Some of the most popular theories circulating right now involve 5G, the latest wireless data standard. 5G is blazing fast, but it hasn't stopped conspiracies from forming about how it causes COVID-19 or brain cancer. Understandably, some people might be skeptical about technology, but some conspiracy theorists have started advising readers to enclose their routers as a form of protection. Not only is this ineffective at stopping the spread of 5G, but it will also make your internet speeds worse. Despite all my rage, I am still just a router in a Faraday page. I don't know why they put that sentence there. Uh, for those who aren't aware, a Faraday cage is a special type of enclosure designed to shield equipment from radiation. When a device is enclosed in a cage, electromagnetic radiation cannot penetrate or escape. Faraday cages have a wide span of industrial uses, but router shielding isn't one of them. In fact, putting your router inside of a Faraday cage is an easy way to block your Wi-Fi signals and mess up your internet connection. That hasn't stopped a cottage industry of Faraday cage products from 
exploding on the marketplace like Amazon and eBay. These items are targeted at conspiracy theorists, primarily those skeptical about 5G and other forms of radiation common in modern times. The cases are priced rather high and tend to fetch upwards of $70 or more. Fortunately, for the many shoppers who fell for the trick, they are reporting that inner their internet signals aren't as strong as they were before they're putting their router in the cage. Believe it or not, they actually can't complain that they were ripped off. Faraday cages are working exactly the way they're supposed to. The people selling them are conveniently leaving out an important detail and taking advantage of unfound fears. <laughs> Should I even be worried about 5G? Okay, this is, this is what you came to this show for. Should I be worried about 5G? Now, we mentioned above, 5G is relatively new. There is no evidence that is that is harmful to the human body, but the standard hasn't existed long enough for long-term studies to be conducted. But even then, there's hardly a reason to believe it would pose any danger due to how electromagnetic radiation works. Any wireless device from your smartphone to your TV remote use electromagnetic radiation to communicate. The word... The word radiation may sound scary, but ordinary things like light and radio waves are a form of radiation. In that case, what sets the radiation from your phone apart from the kind of Chernobyl, it's a little something called ionization. Radiation used by wireless technology is non-ionizing, which means the particles do not have enough energy to move electrons from atoms, which changes them. On the other hand, ionizing radiation has so much energy that it can alter the cellular structure of living creatures. This is the bad kind of radiation that can cause cancer. Feel a bit better about wireless tech? In that case, don't bother spending money on a Faraday cage for a router. Installing one will only make your internet worse. It's a shame conspiracy theorists can see that there's a conspiracy to rip them off. Okay, so my thoughts on this article... Um, I think I wish I was in the Faraday cage industry because they are making bank right now from stupid people, uh, TikToks, R words, whatever your preferred method of calling someone an idiot is. I like to say TikTok, but you have your own choice in what you want to call an idiot in this world today. It's America, but these people are. So. Basically, yeah, basically from what I'm saying, like radiation, it's kind of like the thing with vaccines, which, you know, the anti-vaxxer on for the fight of their life with this COVID vaccine. Um, basically, they're like, oh, there's like mercury or some poison inside the vaccine. It's like everything is poisonous. It's a matter of how much you consume or put into your body that makes it poisonous. The amount they have in the vaccines is not bad, people. And that's coming from me. I have a degree in music technology and that says a lot about how stupid you are because I have a degree in music and then I moved to a city where we have more of my career field than is necessary. So um, for anyone buying a Faraday cage for their router modem uh, and their cell phones, you're basically getting worse internet. Uh, 5G, the way 5G sounds like, also a little tip for everyone out there, I did a little research on this. Um, do not like upgrade your phone plan to 5G unless your phone specifically and or everyone on your plan's phone actually gets 5G, like has a phone that like works with 5G. I have like the iPhone 8, just the regular one. Uh, Right now, it's still like still kicking. I've had it for like two years. Ever since my uh, SE, my like the original SE died. Uh, rest in peace, buddy. Uh, do we have a sound drop for resting in peace? Um, 
Also, yeah, white people are the ones uh, falling for this shit. So uh, don't be an R word or TikTok and uh, make sure you don't buy a Faraday cage for it because it's $70 and you're getting ripped off. And like the thing is, the thing is like they can't, they can't be, it didn't work. I'm still getting 5G. My internet's not working. I'm like, look, the Faraday cages is for bad radiation, like the ionized radiation. So you're just playing yourself. So. Okay, next article I have. This one's good. Uh, King's Hawaiian Rolls Not Made in Hawaii Class Action Law to Claims. Uh, this is from Top Class Actions. Uh, the, that's the, the website I found it on. Uh, a new battle in the legal war over product authenticity involves the making of Ho King's Hawaiian Rolls who have been hit with a class action lawsuit claiming fraudulent marketing misleads shoppers by hiding where the product is really made. Yonkers, New York resident Robert Galinsky, the name plaintiff, the named plaintiff in the complaint, bought a pack of King's Hawaiian Rolls from his local stop and shop that uh, stop and shop that sounds like funny that's a funny name for a shop uh this month and realized there was conflicting information on the label hilo hawaii can be seen on the package's front and center according to galinsky giving an impression the king's hawaiian rolls are made on the island instead in a smaller font on the back a consumer will find the rolls are actually made in torrance california galinsky says says in the class action lawsuit king's hawaiian essentially invented the category of food and points to legal action the company has taken against brands using trademark designs emphasizing orange colors in the term hawaiian rolls the complaints specifically list four lawsuits king hawaiian's holding company has filed against its competitors including two against grocery retail chain aldi galinsky says today's consumers tastes have come to recognize their products there's a lot of their options on the market and want genuine products for many consumers authenticity has overtaken quality as the prevailing purchase criteria Ian. Galinsky's class action lawsuits say Galinsky admitted in the complaint an average shopper likely knows King's Hawaiian is the name of the company. Reasonable consumers understand that the term Hawaiian rolls by itself does not den denote, I cannot read, a roll made in Hawaii any more than a moon pie can claim they have baked on a moon, he says. However, Galinsky points out the class action lawsuit. Hilo Hawaii is prominently shown on the front of the package of the King's Hawaiian Rolls, causing consumers to believe the product is made in Hawaii. King's Hawaiian's fraudulently intent is evinced by its failure to accurately identify the product's immediate place of origin, where it's made as opposed to where the company is originally from. When it's new doing, when it knew doing so would mislead consumers. Gonski says, King's Hawaiian isn't the only company facing legal action over a label with Hawaiian representation. The makers of Hawaiian host candies are in court over alleged misleading claims on their boxes of chocolates. Plaintiffs filed the class action lawsuit in November. The authenticity claims Extend to the adult beverage market too. A similar class action lawsuit was filed in the same month against Heineken Tecat Beer, which claims the beer is isn't a Mexican import despite marketing promises. Formerly, the King's Wine Rolls class action lawsuit accuses the product maker of violating New York's general business law and a negligent misrepresentation, fraud, and unjust enrichment. Kalinsky is seeking a formal class of New York State residents who've purchased packs of King's Hawaiian Rolls within the applicable statute of limitations. 
All right, so we got ourselves a very big uh, R-word TikTok person, and uh, they are way too stupid to be functioning. Uh, Robert Galinsky, I'm going to look up what this dude looks like because I can't imagine he looks like an intelligent person. So Robert Galinsky, director, I'm pretty sure. Hawaiian... Okay, I want a picture of this guy. I don't want a picture of the wine rolls. That's just very mean to me. I try not to eat carbs. Oh, yeah, this this guy. Is this the guy? Okay, I think I found the guy. Is this the guy? Tell me that's the right guy. No, that's the guy who... Oh, that's the guy. I want to know what this guy looks like. He has to be. He has to be a TikTok. Anyways, it says on the back where it's made, so I don't think he has much of a case. It's the name of, like, your like King's Hawaiian Holding Company. Couldn't the company be based out of Hawaii, but they make the product in California? Um, that's going to help a lot with shipping because I know they have to, like, fly it from, like, Hawaii to the States. So, like, the central united states so i feel like this guy is completely TikToked, and uh hopefully they sue him back uh ruin his life because that guy is stupid and so uh yeah it looks like this guy uh is fully talked uh needs to get a life see this is the thing that i feel like everyone wants to have like an identity in something and like want to be known be famous and shit like that but most of us are not made to be famous and i think this guy wanting to be famous by suing uh king's hawaiian rolls it makes him a little tiktoked people so that's my thoughts on that and if you don't like it so just always remember never forget uh has my tea cooled off enough yet for me to drink let's let's spill some tea which is very convenient for the next thing i'm about to talk about mm, yeah that's cooled off it's cooled off a lot all right um so let's spill some tea here um this one you remember our favorite guy trapped he just recently got a uh, banned from twitter for being like pro pedophilia uh, so, yeah, so here's the article. This is from Alternative Press. Here's how Chris Taylor Brown is handling the rumor that Trapped fired him. Okay, this is pretty funny. This this is this is some tea right here. Love some good tea. And uh, let's get into it. Now the singer is responding to speculations he and Trapped have officially parted ways. It's definitely been an eventful few weeks for Trapped after Chris Taylor Brown shared a pro-Proud Boys post on social media. Trapped's Facebook and Instagram accounts were removed. Then more recently, Brown found himself in hot water with Twitter. Earlier this month, he posted a series of tweets publicly defending statutory rape. The controversial tweet eventually led to Twitter suspending the band's account. Since then, Brown has been using Parler to get information out for fans and publicly talk more about his far-right views. Thank you, because we needed that. And hopefully... See, the nice thing about Parler... Before I go into any more, Parler, it's kind of like Facebook, like everyone's kind of on Facebook. So you can't like, so they're doing a decent job, like just trying to not misspread information. Um, 
But with like parlor, it's just kind of like if you catch someone on parlor, you need help. So if you catch your parents, I, I do this. It's the same with Fox News. So if you find Fox News, if your parents watching Fox News, you got to block it from their cable. That's uh, there's no if ands or big ass titties about it. And so you gotta be pretty active on that, making sure that your parents are not on parlor either. Make sure you block it and delete it from their phone. Uh, because you do not want your parents learning dumbass shit from dumbass people in Parlor. Um, but yeah, for for those of you who don't know, uh, Parlor is a free speech social media platform that is heavily used by Donald Trump supporters. So naturally, it's no surprise that Brown has flocked to the platform in recent months. Then this week, new Parlor posts emerge alleging that Trapped have parted ways with Brown due to his far right views, which have caused their other social media platforms to be removed. The Parlor account, Trapped Parlor, shared a lengthy statement announcing that they have parted ways with Brown. We have officially parted ways with at CTB Trapped. The post says, unfortunately, there were some viewpoints that were said that we do not agree with and it was it was negatively impacting the rest of the band we wish him well and hope he can find the help he needs then brown allegedly responds to the post with the parlor account ctb trapped and this is where the tea gets good wow dot 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 are you fucking kidding me? The post says. What the fuck do the pussies think they're going to be able to accomplish without me? They're going to have to change their name. Good luck finding another singer as good as me, stupid bitches. The brown the brown parlor account goes on to say that he plans to sue trap for the decision as well the account shared another post stating that i will not apologize for being better than any everyone as it turns out however all these posts are fake at the time the only verified trapped affiliate parlor account is ctb trapped parlor uh, which is chris taylor brown's real profile after the fake post spread across the internet brown took to parlor the only social media platform he really has left to say that the news isn't true trapped is something i started when i was 16 and i practice what i preach in my lyrics unlike the Unlike just about the entire music industry, he says, you are all sheep. Headstrong will take you on. Headstrong will take on anyone. That is like, that is just like rage-filled people. <laughs> it's just like for rage-filled people, dude. Uh, like, and that's the only song I know. And that's your only good song. And like, that one's okay. I remember my brother liked it and he has bad taste in music. So I wouldn't trust him either. Um, so I thought it was, that was a red flag when I was a kid. You haven't, you haven't written a good song in years. Uh, he also posted a reminder to his parlor account. Uh, he uh, that follows that CTB trap parlor is the only verified trapped account. Again, this is the only parlor account where you will hear about anything going on with trapped. Dot dot dot. If it wasn't said here, it's not real. Just kind of like OJ. If you didn't, if I didn't say it here, it wasn't for me. And, uh, and then he just talks to, like, O.J. Simpson's talking about football like he didn't kill two people. It's like, hey, man, it's like, man, I don't know if the Browns are going to be doing good this year. I'm, I'm worried about, uh, you know, the Falcons and stuff. I'm like, hey, man, can you talk about how you killed two people? How are you fucking alive right now? One weird thing I think I learned about O.J. is, like, in his home, like, when he got arrested, he only had pictures of himself. Like, no one else. Just pictures of himself. Now, I scored a 28 out of 40 on that narcissist test. And uh, I don't have any pictures of myself in my home because I'm not a full, I'm not fully narked. I feel like narc, 
Fully narc. Is that a good term we can use? Fully nars. No, fully narsed. I'm not fully narsed. I think that's the word I'm going to go with. I'm not fully narsed. So I just believe in myself and I want attention. And Tinkerbell wanted attention and we don't talk shit about her. Okay, so it looks like Chris Taylor Brown is still the frontman of Trapped. After all, Trapped's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter accounts have yet to be reactivated. For now, it appears Trapped will be using Parler as their main way of getting information out to the world. Thank God, because no one's hopefully no one who's normal uses Parler. What are your reactions to the rumors Chris Taylor Brown was fired from Trapped? Let us know in the comments below. That's from Alternative Press. I did not say it. Actually, yeah, you can leave it in my comments below. Um, but anyways, uh, it looks like this this dude has like a short fuse. And people with like short fuses who just get super like rage. Uh, there's like, it's okay to be, to me, like there's like an anger issue, which I say it's okay to be angry about something, but there's like the rage that goes along with it. If you get, if you can get rage filled super easy, like, you worry me. Unless, like, you're like, yeah, I used to have that kind of a rage problem. I'm trying to work on that. You're cool. So don't don't be a pussy. Uh, but uh, people like that who, who I just feel like, you wrote a song called Headstrong, I'll take you on. You know, shit like that. Like, that guy, uh, I don't want to, like, be around that person. But anyways, Chris Taylor Brown, you continue to entertain me in your stupidity and your ignorance. And uh, for all of us here working in the Sweezy podcast universe once again. So uh, keep playing yourself because that shit entertains me. Next article, and I've been super excited to talk about this. Pastor quits church, quits church to support, become a stripper, and she says she's never been happier. This is from Bold, B-O-L-D-E, uh, the French version of Bold. It's like non-French blonde, but Bold with an E. A uh, former pastor gave up the pulpit to become a stripper instead and says she's never been happier. Nicole Mitchell uh, felt pushed into dedicating her life to God because of her upbringing and a super religious Baptist family, but she eventually decided to follow her heart and leave the church behind, a decision she's never regretted. Nicole Mitchell always wanted to be a stripper. Talking to The Post, Mitchell confessed that she's been dreaming about stripping since she was a kid. She never... She just never felt like she had the freedom to pursue it. From a young age, I had fantasized about being a stripper, she explained, but I was indoctrinated to believe that my desires in my body were innately sinful and bad. She became a pastor, but her family wasn't happy about it. The mom of three decided to spread the word of God officially in church, but even that wasn't a decision her family supported. I thought that women weren't allowed to lead and that women belong in the kitchen and with the children. So even though it went against everything I was told, I decided to become a pastor because of my love for performing, 36-year-old Mitchell said. The best dating slash relationship advice on the web uh, sponsored, if you're reading, okay, that's that's stupid. Okay, I'm not reading that part. That's like an ad for that website. It wasn't until she joined a new church that she started to see the light. Nicole Mitchell and her now ex-husband started attending the Woodland Hills Church in St. Paul, Minnesota back in 2011 and realized that gender equality within the church was actually possible. She became a pastor and every there and everything was going great until 2016. Everything changed when she watched an LGBTQ plus theater performance in 2016. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I'm straight. And it rocked my world, Mitchell, who now identifies as bisexual and pansexual, recalled 
of the performance. I knew it revealed my queerness. I would lose it all because the church is not welcoming to queer people. By 2017, she left the church for good. Leaving the church allowed Nicole Mitchell to follow her heart. After seeing her life coach's wife doing lingerie modeling on Instagram, she decided to sign up for a course called Sexpress. You called Sexpress You to develop delve deeper into her desires not long after she did her first nude photo shoot and finally felt good about herself i never felt more sexually sexy and liberated than i did then she recalls nicole now makes a killing on OnlyFans. she signed up for the subscription-based platform to offer followers photos and videos to fulfill their erotic needs i started off really timid like just topless photos but now i'm at the point where i take personal requests and make videos very tailored to people's specific desires mitchell said about her new calling i'm to the point where back in march i was actually going to be paid seven thousand dollars to have sex with someone and i was a-okay in that but then COVID hit and that got canceled some people may hate on her but nicole mitchell is happier than ever every person has the right to express themselves in whatever way feels good to them and this is how it feels good to me she said my sexuality is incredibly healing and sacred and when i give this gift to people it blesses them amen so it looks sounds like she may still have a lot of uh, Christian beliefs, as you know, like I grew up in church and I'm out of it now and I probably still have some beliefs I have to figure out eventually. But uh, as for right now, but no, I looked at her Instagram. I have not gotten to her OnlyFans yet. That's going to come up soon. I may may have to go over that uh, soon, but you know, uh, but looks like um, she's going to have sex with someone. So that sounds, that sounds cool. By the way, the, Michelle Mitchell, no, I messed up her name. Nicole Mitchell is a fucking babe. She is. She's like my type of woman, like who looks like a, this is going to sound offensive, but what is the show? So like, I don't like the perfect body. You know, I kind of like, she, she has a great body, but it's like perfect in its own way. It's not like supermodel body, but like, nah, she's fucking hot dude. And she's like 36. I'm like, damn, I, she looks better than me right now. Uh, but anyways, no, if Nicole needs a real ride or die boyfriend, um, hit me up, Nicole. Uh, I love everything about you. I want to talk to you and everything. But no, this is really cool. I'm super interested. The only question I have on this, because like you know, I can research everything. I don't like asking questions that I don't know. Like, what does it mean to be a stripper? You just want to want people to see you naked and uh, admire you? I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I'm down for that, dude. Naked women are cool. And uh, if you, I know a lot of people don't like seeing women naked and don't like women naked and shit like that uh but i do so uh nicole i want you to keep doing what you're doing stay awesome and uh i would love to work with you <laughs> to work with you one day <laughs> i don't know why i said that but no nicole you're super cool and hot so uh i dig that shit keep doing your keep being hot all right final article we have of the news with Trump a no-show, Marlago guests left the party maskless with Rudy Giuliani and Vanilla Ice. So imagine you're at a party with you're like, I want to, I want to meet the almost former president of the United States, uh, and then you end up with Rudy Giuliani and Vanilla Ice. So uh, guests who paid four-figure for tickets to President Donald Trump's annual New Year's Eve party were left to. Look to party with his personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, his two adult sons, and various figures from the conservative media, none of whom wore masks. After the president made a last-minute decision to ditch the event and return to Washington. 
that's uh, just an email. Uh, no official explanation for the president's early departure from Mar-a-Lago was given, though he remains consumed with efforts to overturn the election results and tensions are ratcheting up in the Persian Gulf ahead of the one-year anniversary of U.S. killing of Iran's top general. Without the president as the centerpiece, the wattage of Thursday evening's party was somewhat dimmer. Uh, performers whose heyday came decades ago, Vanilla Ice and Berlin performed... Berlin? That's an artist? <coughs> Performed with the ballroom's main stage, guest angled for uh, selfies with Giuliani, who was wearing a blue velvet tuxedo jacket, and Fox News host Judge Jeannie Pirro, that, that dumb bitch, uh, also with personalities from the right-wing television network QAnon. Uh, sounds like the worst party I would ever go to. Uh, I don't think any of them like drinking, so that just makes it... Uh, yeah, this, this party sounds like shit. Uh, instead of their father, Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, God, mingled among the guests with their respective significant others. Kimberly Giraffe, something that sounds like Giraffe and Lara Trump. Uh, Tiffany Trump also attended. Oh, Tiffany, though, Ivanka and Jared were not seen. So it's like all the ones that people do like uh, are not seen. So a uh, table set for 10 people with no social distancing were clustered in the ballroom with white floor arrangements and candles encased in a sculpture meant to look like the New Year's Eve ball. The menu consisted of Mr. Trump's wedge salad. He doesn't eat salad. The club had... The club has kept Mr. Trump instead of President Trump on the desk. Cheese, tortellini, and Wagyu beef. Okay, so that could actually be good. Uh, many guests and entertainers were left disappointed upon learning from CNN late Wednesday that Trump would be leaving Florida early. Ticket prices for the New Year's Eve gala have steadily increased since Trump took office and reached up to $1,000 this year. A, personal, a person familiar with the matter said uh, bookings for the party increased when it was clear Trump would travel to Florida for the holidays after skipping his visit for Thanksgiving guests and performers initially were hesitant to commit to the event without knowing whether the president would show up. As many as 500 tickets were sold for this year's event, which is somewhat less but not much than in years past. The Donald J. Trump ballroom at Mar-a-Lago has a capacity of 700. The president has been expected to attend as late as Wednesday, but by the evening, word had emerged that he and the first lady would be departing early next day. Trump remained largely out of sight at the, his club during the day as he fixated on the election results and <laughs> the January 6th efforts to delay certification of the president-elect Joe Biden's victory. The that left the party without its usual centerpiece, a speech from the president and a chance to glimpse the first lady. Like other gatherings at Mar-a-Lago this year, almost no guests wore masks. That provided a bookend to the start of the pandemic, when a similarly maskless birthday party for giraffe, giraffe oil uh, held in the Mar-a-Lago ballroom proved to be an early spreading event. Now, first of all, tickets are $1,000. Honestly, I would pay $1,000 to not go to that event. He's like, hey, you're going to be forced to go to this event. Uh, what are my ways out of this? You gave us $1,000. All right, let me, uh, what's your Venmo? I'm going to send you $1,000 I don't have. And nevertheless, he persisted. And um, with, and Vanilla Ice is not even that good. If you think Vanilla Ice is good, um, you have bad taste in music. And uh, Ice Ice Baby is the only good song, and he has that shitty movie that's very unrealistic and um, proves that he is an even bigger douche 
And uh, where was Vanilla Ice during his inauguration when everyone's like, I don't want to play at that. I don't want, I'm not playing at that shit. Um, that's one thing I want to know. It's like Vanilla Ice, th- three doors down. Uh, Trapped would obviously, <laughs> they don't even invite Trapped. They're like, well, Trapped, I think, would be on board. No, no, we're not doing a one-hit wonder. Because through the grinds, like, if I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? And they have that one slow song. I'm here without you, baby. I think that's them. So, um, nevertheless, um, just taking a look at my phone. I have a meeting after I record this. Um, nevertheless, all of you got played and, and hopefully and y'all are going to get COVID and you're all gonna die. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Gamefly. Most of you are already aware of Gamefly, but for those of you who don't, it's the best video game rental subscription service for one low monthly fee. As a Twitch video game streamer myself, I know there are two types of game. One type is the game that you'll continue to go back to time and time again, like Breath of the Wild and Super Smash Brothers, and then there's those other games, you know, that you only play once and then never pick up again, and that is where Gamefly is perfect. Most games come in at around $60, you know, these new AAA titles come in at $60, but with this link in the description of this episode, uh, your first two months will only be $10. I'm a subscriber myself, and uh, I played through Pokemon Sword, and I loved it so much that I wanted to keep that copy, and with just a click of a button, uh, and you just pay the little extra money, you get to keep the game that you rented from Gamefly. You don't even have to worry about anything else, and they'll go ahead and send you to the next game. I'm excited for the month of October. I will be getting into Luigi's Mansion, because that is a very very spooky game and uh how that's halloween so it's the spooky season which i am super excited to play that game i already got it in the mail and i'm excited uh for once october kind of rolls around i can start playing that game and it's super fun and awesome i love gamefly i'm like i said i'm a subscriber myself but you can get your first two months for ten dollars you just got to use the link in the description of this episode and you know what start playing those games This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, uh, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. They also have a fantastic clothing line so you can look good while you work out as well, which I always like to look good working out. Hashtag pray for Micah. We all know what the drill. Um, With your purchase of any product from the FNX Fitness website, they even donate a gallon of water to a child in need so you know that each purchase you make uh, really is helping someone out. Uh, Using promo code SWEGCAST or link in the description of this episode, you can save 15% off your order. Again, that is promo code SWEGCAST or link in the description down below. Save 15% on some great performance supplements. Okay, so I got a lot of exciting uh, things I want to talk about. Uh, first one, and I know this is going to be another news article, but I'm super interested. This is about the Zodiac Killer and some brand new news involving that, uh, even like years later. Um, let me just get into this article because I'm like super interested. Um First of all, I got to say with any like serial killer, like we kind of like try to idolize serial killers and shit like that. Um, One thing I think we need to do. So we obviously got to be like, hey, they're not important. Uh, Their victims are important. They lost their lives because of a psycho. Uh, But also I'm super interested 
in like the mental mechanics. Uh, what interests what interests me most about serial killers is the idea that they like what how they get caught or what could they have done to get away with it. Like, what was the how how did they get caught doing it? And how do they like get provenly get proven caught? that they did it and the Zodiac killer is an interesting one to me, Zodiac killer and, uh, Ted Bundy, because Ted Bundy was just like, if he, once he escaped prison and went to Florida, like he could have gotten away with it. Like he could have just, if he would have stopped killing, uh, he would have been fine. But anyways, uh, but Zodiac killer was never caught and he did all. So let me just read, uh, the article here. This is from BBC Zodiac killer code breakers solve San Francisco killer's cypher i think my headphones popped out hold on my in-ear my monitors okay i'm back okay so uh code breakers have cracked a 340 character cypher 51 years after it was purportedly sent to the san francisco chronicle by the so-called zodiac killer the fbi has confirmed the killer who was never caught murdered five people in the stabbings and shootings that terrorized the San Francisco Bay Area in the late 1960s. The message was one of several sent to newspapers during the killing spree. The code was solved by three people from the U.S., Belgium, and Australia. I know you are having a lot of fun in trying to catch me. I am not afraid of the gas chambers because it will send me to paradise. And he spelled paradise P-A-R-A-D-I-C-E. So I think... That's why they're having a hard time, like, solving it. It was because of that. All the sooner because I now have enough slaves to work for me. The decrypted message reads, without throwing any light on the killer's identity. In a video posted on YouTube, Virginia web designer David Orenshock says he cracked the cipher along with Australian applied mathematician Sam Blake and Belgian Jarl Van Eichel, Eich, a warehouse manager and code-breaking software engineer. The message with Mr. Oren Schock described as more of the same attention-seeking junk from the Zodiac consists of rows of capital letters and symbols. The code-breaking team who used human ingenuity and software to decipher the message dedicated their efforts to the killer's victims and their relatives. Confirming the code-breaking achievements, the FBI said it continued to seek justice for those killed. Uh, this is not the first encoded message attributed to the killer, according to the San Francisco Chronicle. Two other remains uh, to be decoded, one of which may contain the killer's name. The series of murders began in December 1968 with a man and a woman shot dead in the car in July 1969. The man and woman were shot, but he survived. Later that year, a man and woman, a couple were stabbed next to a lake. The only man survived in October 1969. A cab driver was shot in San Francisco. The killer, who was never managed, charged, or identified, claims to have murdered 37 people in letters to newspapers, but investigators have worked on the basis of seven victims in total, five of them homicides. The murder inspired two films, 2007's Zodiac, featuring Robert Downey Jr. and Jake Gyllenhaal and Dirty Harry in 1971, starring Clint Eastwood as a tough San Francisco detective. So, it's super interesting um, to think about this. I'm, I've been thinking about the Zodiac Killer because I am into serial killers. Uh, for the reason I said before, uh, like, how did they get away with it? How did they not get away with it? My hair is, like, being weird today, uh, like every episode. But, uh, yeah, that's a big thing. Like, what was the moment that made sure they didn't get away with it, get away? But the Zodiac Killer got away. Um, all the ciphers, there's a lot of... 
ideas with the Zodiac Killer. A lot of people have theories of claims that it was my father, I'm related to the Zodiac Killer, shit like that. Um, one thing, um, I want to say who... So the killings aside, I want to go with like what they sent to the news, like the ciphers and shit. Um, I I kind of think that wasn't the same person to me. To me, it kind of shows it was not the same person uh, in the ciphers. And I don't think any other cipher is going to have his actual name, his or her actual name. That one random ass phone call does not uh, show anything to me. Uh, but nevertheless, he persisted. Um, so I'm thinking... I'm thinking the codes don't really do anything. The ciphers aren't really doing anything uh, for whoever this is. And uh, so, I mean, I think we should solve them just for fun because it's kind of like that mystery of like, uh, I just want to figure it out. But at the same time, I know it's going to lead to nothing. So we just got to go into mind like this is going to lead to nothing, but we should just figure this out for fun. And uh, just so we know what the fuck this weirdo is doing. So uh, nevertheless, he persisted in that. So uh, and that's what I'm going to say about the Zodiac Killer. Uh, I had a cigarette a couple days ago and I haven't had a cigarette in a while. Uh, I've been usually doing this jewel. And uh, with that, yeah, the thing is with the uh, jewel, uh, you don't have that tobacco in it. You just have like the nicotine and stuff like that. Uh, and I was like, I'm going to have a cigarette because I can. And uh, I had, I'm like, this is kind of gross. So, uh, yeah, apparently I was like, maybe I should get back into smoking. Maybe I should smoke cigarettes like Micah does. But no, I decided against it because I think with vapes, though, I need to like get some CBD oil, like mix it in, just have a good time. Good white people fun. So, yeah, I, I, that's all I wanted to say on that. Um, I, as the last person, second to last, my parents are never see anything. I think my in my family, my brother used Zoom for the first time on Christmas Day. Um, so uh, just going ahead, fixing my hair. Um, so, yeah, I'm the last person to watch The Queen's Gambit. Um I don't want to make this a review. I've been doing movie reviews and I just kind of want to take it easy, but I ended up watching the Queen's Gambit. So my rule is my rule for reviews on the show is I don't want to give any spoilers away. Uh, but, uh, at the same time, I want to talk about up to date shit I've been watching. So I'm gonna try to like, just talk about like my thoughts on the Queen's Gambit uh, without trying to spoil anything that's in, uh, in the movie or the show. So let's go and let's go into it. And uh, yeah, let me talk about it. Um, first of all, I know there's like the big one of the big plot points is like those green tranquilizer pills. I want to try that real bad. And I was like the whole time watching. I'm like, man, I wonder what that pill feels like. It's like laying in bed, just like feeling good. And then just like playing chess on the ceiling and passing out. That sh that shit sounds awesome. And apparently um, from what I like researched on that, uh, it was like shit. They would give like stay at home housewives back in like the 60s. Uh because they're so fucking bored all the time, especially if you don't have like kids in the home, like and you just stand around like, oh, I finished all my chores for the day. Um, I guess I better, uh, get high. And so and they just get high and shit like that at the orphanage. And, uh, also the, uh, another thought I had that was a black dude at the orphanage. Um, I know you, why'd you have to say he was black? It was the only black dude at the orphanage. You know, what I'm fucking talking about bitch. Um, 
he was just a dick for no reason. Like, I understand when the kid's being a dick to you and you're going to be a dick back, but, like, he was just a dick the entire time. Like, uh, we're no longer giving out the green pills, but but you have a huge-ass, like, can or bucket of uh, those green tranquilizers, and they're just like, nope. All right. All right. Um, so um, they have, like, a Dudley Dursley arc in the movie. I guess uh, Harry, whatever his last name is, Harry Melting, Selting, Kelting. I just call him Dudley in the movie. Um, his name was Harry in the movie, too, and his real name's Harry, which is also I never thought of, like, oh, the guy who played Dudley, his real name is Harry? Huh. That's interesting. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, he's obviously looking tr- very thin, so good job, Dudley. Uh, but, yeah, his his story, even after, like, Harry Potter, when he moved to Kentucky and started playing chess uh, full-time, uh that story arc was pretty brutal. Like he gets whooped by a 13 year old girl and then like he starts going to college. Like I've given up playing chess and then he's software engineering and uh, it's just a sad life for uh, Dudley Dursley. And uh, he eventually becomes a manager at a grocery store. I'm like, that's sad. And while he watches uh, Beth get high and buy shit, uh, what a sad, 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 sad life for him. And uh, if he was Micah, I would say. But Micah's not here right now. But speaking of Micah, he called me to have a conversation, which I'm apparently not allowed to talk about on the show because we're supposed to be friends and I'm not supposed to be telling him, telling his personal shit on my show. But anyways, um, so he called me during uh, when Beth had her first uh, period or I just call it the menstruation scene. So I don't fully know how that shit works, and I'm not going to pretend I do. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, I'll persist and keep talking about it. But I assume that's like a kink of Micah's. I can't confirm it. It's not confirmed that it's a kink of Micah's. But I'm just going to assume like period sex is a kink for Micah. Not confirmed, but assumed. So I thought it was the perfect time for him to call. And I was like talking, I'm like, yeah, I've been, I'm starting to watch the Queen's Gambit. It's pretty good so far. And he's like, yeah, it reinvigorated my love for chess. And then I was like, oh, that's cool, Micah. Glad you're into chess. I'll play video games. Like, I'm not shaming anyone who likes chess or anything. Uh, but I, I assume there was not, not going to be a lot of sex in the show. Because I assume there was zero because it's people playing chess. But I guess you add one girl to the mix. And I guess you add a little bit of sex into the show. Um... But yeah, Micah said it reinvigorated his love for sex, or for, not sex, his chess. <laughs> um, I was like, it's reinvigorated my love for uh, drugs and alcohol. And the whole time I'm like, I got to try some of that shit. And uh, now I'm still trying to not drink every day. I haven't drank in a while, so. Good for me. Rehealing my liver, whatever. But yeah, I was like, man, that shit looks good. And he had like a drinking problem and a drug problem throughout the show. I'm like... All this shit looks amazing, and I want I want what she's having. Um, but later she tries to clean up, and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't. I think you're gonna relapse eventually." Which there's nothing wrong with a little relapse every now and then, but uh, yeah, you can't expect people like who are addicted to something to like just quit cold turkey for their entire lives. Like that's so insane that we think about that. It's like, oh, I can't believe you relapse. I'm like, bitch. And I guess we we kind of glorify the years, which I don't know. I've not fully quit anything uh, besides sports when I was a kid in my life. So uh, I can't really I can't really talk in regards to that. But no, that shit looked good. But she quit cold turkey and was like very good about it. Um, so uh, yeah, I guess uh, 
normal people were like, I want to play chess. And then dumb people like me were like, I want to do drugs and alcohol. That shit looks fun. Um, so, uh, yeah. Okay. So, and then another thought, I don't think I have any more, I thought, I don't have too many more thoughts on this, uh, because I don't want to spoil the entire show for everyone. Uh, go watch Queen's Gaming on Netflix. I don't think I, I don't know why I'm giving the show pre free rent in my head. Why is this going on in my hair? Um, but, uh, no, there, there was like the moment, like, and then Beth is like 17. So they kind of like flash forward to person. They were like kid 13, 17, and then like young adult, legal adult. Um, then she's like 17. And then like the idea they're portraying it was just like, Beth's hot now. And, uh, you're going to think she's hot, which the actress who is 24. Yes. I looked that up. Um, uh, is like 17 they're like Beth Sot now and I'm like can you not make her 17 though because now I just feel weird okay okay I know she's 24 in real life but you need to like couldn't just add it a year to make it acceptable for people like me he's like no nah, I can't think she's hot and eventually she's like I'm 20 I'm like oh thank god I can think she's hot again uh when they finally flash forward to that I'm like can we just if we're gonna like portray someone as hot can we at least make them the legal age of 18 at least queens above 18 you know you know what i'm saying dead ass yeah you know what i'm saying oh boy oh boy oh boy but yeah no um that's just a strong opinion i have uh you're not allowed to be attractive until you turn 18 that is a rule i live by and i will not allow any woman to be attractive until she turns 18 that is my rule and i like it and uh if you don't like it, just remember. So, uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, so, uh, yeah, so one, this, this scene, there's one scene in particular that has a bit of a spoiler in it, which I'm going to try to avoid. Um, Beth is basically talking to her mother, something very important, um, just like kind of something important to each other, and she's taking her clothes off at the same time. Um same time before something happens there is a big spoiler in that scene which i'm not going to get into but i just want to sh- talk to all the ladies out there right now who are listening to the show um ladies if you're gonna say something important to a man or your partner woman you know you could be dating a woman this is for women though this is specifically for women because i don't think women give a shit about men taking off their clothes um if you're gonna Try if you're gonna okay. Let's just say you're dating me. I know you're the luckiest woman that has ever existed, and it's a fantasy, so don't get your hopes up. I am very stingy. So, anyways, let's say you're dating me and you are trying to tell me something very important, but also you're trying to change your clothes at the same time. Um, so you're like, I'm gonna multitask and take it off. So you're taking off your clothes, tits are hanging out, and everything. Uh, and you're trying to tell me something important. I'm not going to relay whatever you're trying to tell me. I'm going to look at you taking off your clothes. doesn't matter if we're dating, married, and you've gotten fat. I'm still going to watch you take off your clothes and be excited about it. I know, like I said, I know it's controversial on the show to be enjoying getting your penis touched. But, uh, so, uh, like always. So, ladies, if you're going to tell something important to a man or maybe your partner, please make sure you don't take off your clothes when you're saying that important piece of information and that's the way it is uh the only final thought which i think i've already talked about in the show um 
ladies. Oh, no, that's not for ladies. Um, I thought there was going to be like zero sex in this show at all. It's like, that's a show about chess. There's not going to be any sex. I don't think uh, anyone's having sex if they're a professional chess player. And I know I play video games, and I can tell you, yeah, most of those people playing video games aren't getting sex either, especially they have a gaming PC. And that's why male birth control is so expensive because you have to buy, like, building the PC itself, like you have the motherboard, you have the case it comes in, you have the uh, graphics processing unit, you have the like a core i7 core i9 if you want that you want a good one um so that's most of what's inside the motherboard uh cooling in like the cooling fans and shit like that um i've never actually built a pc i've watched a lot of videos though um but uh, so you have to build that then you have to get a good monitor and right now it's up to like 4k 1440p is kind of like the sweet spot where most gaming monitors are and then you have to buy a keyboard a mouse a good one you know so you're not like fatigued when you're playing video games uh shit like that that's male birth control uh it's either that or condom so then women have all these options and i always wonder see if i was a woman if I was a woman, I would try every birth control because I don't want a kid at all. And I am not going to risk it at all. Even if you're like, you know, you meet someone, you're like, you still have to wear a condom. You're like, yeah. See, I go by the rule with like sex. It's uh, so if you're it's like one night stand, just kind of, you know, friends with benefits type shit. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to, guy, you're going to have to work on him. When you get into, like, a serious relationship and you're having sex a lot and you're pretty right or die for each other, right or die, by the way, is out everywhere on all social media platforms and uh, music platforms. Um, it's kind of a good idea to see if you can get the woman to get on some sort of birth control. That's my rule. It's like, all right, I'm hooked to you. We're ride or die. Uh, now I want to raw dog you. And so you, you figure that option out. And so you get an IUD, you get on pills shit like that you know the good stuff that way you can raw dog her uh then eventually you probably want kids if you want kids and you stop doing that shit then you get a raw dog with a purpose and then you know you have your kids and once you're like i don't want any more kids and like you want to make it a permanent thing you don't want to have make her have to uh you know like keep shoving the hook thing in her vagina i don't know what ieds look like okay people i don't know what they look like um i've never had one stuck up me so i don't know um so yeah the big thing i would say is um yeah after that you get the vasectomy then you get a really raw dog it and my friend uh I won't name his name because I don't think he likes when I mention him, but Josh, uh, when Josh told me he got a vasectomy, he never told me that when you get a vasectomy, you have to like jerk off like 20 times, like a nut 20 times. Uh, and then like you got a nut like the 21st time, you like the sample, you give it to the doctor, and then the guy check if there's any sperm in your, uh, what's it's fluid. It's called fluid, uh, testicular fluid. I don't think that's the right term. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so you got to check that. He never told me that. So I remember one day I texted him just like, don't ever act like you're better than me. I know when you get a vasectomy, you have to jerk off 20 times to make sure there's no sperm in there. So uh, never act better than me. And you know what the fuck's going on. But yeah, I expected zero sex in the Queen's Gambit. And there was more than, I think, two particular times there was sex. One I wasn't too approving of, but the second time I was kind of like, Oh, that guy? Okay, like that guy, uh, Benny, I think, uh, he's like, he looks like the, he's like the subreddit 13 or 30, where like you can't tell someone's age. Like they can, they look like they're 13 
and they also look like they're 30 at the same time. It's a very, it's a very fun subreddit. If you're not on Reddit, go there, meet some other virgins with you. And, uh, that's the way it is. I don't even know the name of that song. I should probably look up that song. All right. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Duke Cannon Supply Company's Beer and Bourbon Box. Uh, Duke Cannon hails from a simpler time, a time when the term handyman was redundant, a time when chivalry wasn't considered old-fashioned. Duke Cannon's purpose is simple, to make superior quality grooming goods that meet the high standards of hard-working men. In the history of great duos, the partnership of beer and bourbon is even more important to our way of life than mac and cheese or... If you're British, fish and chips comes complete with three big beer soaps, a deliciously scented sandalwood soap made with old Milwaukee beer, a fresh citrus woodsy offering made with the Deschutes fresh squeezed IPA and a warm cedar scent made with Budweiser and one big American bourbon soap and a rich oak barrel scented bar made with Buffalo Trace bourbon, a perfect gift for the gentleman who appreciates a fine drink and a distinguished fragrance. Use the link in our description to get free shipping on your order over $20. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Honey. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in the description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo codes, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It is 100% free, and at no point will you have to pay for it with any microtransactions. It's just as simple as pressing a single button, and you can start saving money. It's that simple. I use Honey myself. I've been using it for years, and it's a great way to save money on pizza. Uh, it's a great way to for me to buy audio equipment online. It always saves me money. I've gotten 40%. I've gotten 50% even before. It is so great. I love Honey, and you will too. And if you don't use Honey, it's basically throwing money away. So use the link in the description of this episode. S- install it on your web browser, whether that's Chrome, Safari, Oprah, Opera, whatever it's called, and start saving money on things you buy every day anyways. All right, folks, it's time for me to solve all your relationship problems because, uh, so, uh, I'm going to get into it right now. I got a lot of, you guys got a lot of problems out there and I'm here to solve all your problems. So let's just get into it. Uh, how do you communicate to your partner? They are annoying the F out of you because they're not giving you enough alone time. All right. I have studied this a little bit and I figured it out. Here's what you do. You go up to him. You say, damn girl, or whatever pronoun they're going by. So, damn girl, are you a fire alarm? Because you're really fucking loud and annoying. Problem solved. And uh, you get some alone time after that. Um, Let's just move on to the next one, because I don't really have any other good answers because of that, because I'm the annoying one in most of my relationships, and uh, you know that. Okay, uh, not having sex is making my boyfriend more affectionate than me. Okay. For just over a month now, me and my boyfriend of one year have been going through a sexual dry spell just for over a month. Uh, The lack of sex is not due to us being uninterested. We are both very much attracted to each other where we aren't having sex because about eight months ago, I got the Nexplanon implant and the past month I have been experiencing heavy period bleeding every day. Ooh. Um... 
think I lost my spot. Very much attracted next billion. The past month I've been experiencing every day. Neither of us are into period sex. Um, before this dry spell, my boyfriend wasn't necessarily the most affectionate person. He would only compliment every once in a while, rare while, and he's never been big into hand holding or cuddling. The past couple of weeks, however, he has been all over me, which I love. He will hold my hand while we are watching a movie, and at night we cuddle for hours before falling asleep. He also compliments me daily and keeps saying how he wants to be with me forever. Now, I absolutely love this challenge, but I am confused on where it came from. Does not having sex sometimes actually make the relationship stronger? I adore our bond right now, and even though we both discuss how much we miss having sex, I worry that he will go back to his old self once we are able to get intimate again. Now. Now, looks like your man is horny as fuck. Um, so you will like this side of him. Um, but uh, he doesn't didn't usually do this before he had Nexplanon. I was like, I'm not going to look that up, but I am going to look it up now. Heavy period blood every day. Um, is that normal? Is that a normal thing? Uh, Explanon. Okay, so it is birth control, but I don't know. Now I'm on this website, so if they, so they're probably gonna be like, "You looking for birth control? Get an IUD up in your ass?" I don't think it doesn't go up your ass. I know better than that. But uh, heavy period bleeding every day. Uh, I don't know. That means, isn't the whole purpose of an IUD so you can raw dog it and not? Don't, don't most IUDs, like, stop periods? I wish I knew more about IUDs because I don't know anything. I just know if you have one, you're probably pretty cool. Uh, your type of girl, I want to ride or die, out now on Spotify, Apple, Deezer, Tidal, Amazon. Oh, you, you know the drill. Um, you know, so, um... You should, you should, uh, I think the only thing uh, I can tell you, bring the dumbass I am, uh, just tell him, it's like, I, eventually we're gonna have sex again, uh, hopefully, hopefully you, you're, stop bleeding, uh, but, uh, best thing I can say is, uh, tell him you like it when he, he does that shit, so he does it for you, and maybe, uh, every once in a while give him a blowjob, because blowjobs are great, and since it's bloody down there, he can't eat you, but you can eat him, or at least suck on him. So, for the love of God, give that man a blowjob if he's being nice to you. He needs the nut, probably really bad. Remember, semen is poison, and we gotta get the poison out of our bodies. So, uh, so don't question me on that. Okay, next one I have. Uh, my parents are mad my boyfriend proposed with a ring pop. Okay. Um, basically, me and my boyfriend have been dating two years. We live together and we've been talking a lot the past few months about what to get and get about what to get engaged and then married when this whole pandemic thing is handled. So he proposed, he used a ring pop and it's a great because once again, I like cheesy things and also because I hate jewelry. So we posted uh, about this on social media because our friends took some photos of us while he was proposing and it was great. And we posted it on Facebook. 
My parents are now putting us on blast and talking trash, saying that we're cheap or trashy for not getting an actual ring and saying it's a failure of merits that he proposed like this. I need advice. They're killing the mood. How do I get them to bug off? To add, I asked him not to get me an actual ring when he proposed because I don't want jewelry, nor do I want one when we're married. So from what it sounds like, your parents are being pretty stingy. Now, I'm going to call both your parents Mark because... And uh, best thing I can tell you, um, sounds like your parents uh, are being real stingy right now. Um, basically, what I would do in my situation, because uh, I'm basically free-falling because I'm petty, Tom Petty, uh, basically find a problem with their marriage and bring it up, work on some comebacks. That's going to be the best thing to do uh, from one of the comeback kings you're talking to right now. Uh, best thing you can do is think, like, you know, you lay down at night, you're thinking, well, I basically, I'm not Mormon like Josh and his wife, but uh, basically when I lay down at night, if, I, if it's dead silence, like, I don't do good and i just think and think and think and it gets bad that's why i fall asleep with the tv on because if the tv's on you're not lonely and uh best thing to do you know i think of one thing you always think about if your mind's always moving is just think of good comebacks for your parents so they bring up how trashy it is they brought it back and like well it's pretty trashy you had me out of wedlock but here we are now and uh just shit like that because it looks like you didn't want the wedding ring he thought it was fine, too. Looks like um, you both are going to be fine together if he's cool with that. He's probably, I actually think you're the ultimate writer. It's like, I don't want, I don't want you to buy an expensive ring. I'm like, oh, thank fucking God. Because uh, wedding rings are expensive and diamonds really aren't worth that much. Uh, I'll probably, <laughs> I always think whenever I propose, uh, if I ever propose to someone, if I ever meet a ride or die, um, the, a real ride or die, best thing I would say I'd probably do uh, like find a good ring. Maybe, maybe my mom, my brother's not getting married to a woman. So maybe there's a, there's a wedding ring in our family somewhere I can, uh, sneak and get and then, uh, use that to propose with. That would be the cool thing. Uh, but I had to make sure she's right dark cause I'm not letting her sell that shit. Uh, that's, it's my family shit. And whatever I think about my family is my own business. But, uh, yeah, that would be cool, though, because then I don't only have to pay for the resizing. And that's because I'm Jewish and I don't give a shit. All right. Next question I have is telling off a girl who has a boyfriend. Yes, still first with you. OK, well, basically, I know this girl has a boyfriend, but she doesn't know. I know yet. She still flirts with me and even asked me to buy stuff for her. I know most guys will fall hook, line and sinker or even just go with it and try to bed her regardless but i'm just done with shit like this while we're drunk with mutual friends i got high as a kite and went to the washroom uh it sounds like you're not from america uh while coming out i saw her texting on the, her phone and blurted out in a semi-drunk state that i'm not dumb and i know she has a boyfriend and i walked off i felt bad saying that after a much longer time while at home all right I know how to solve your problem, bitch. Uh, so, um, basically, she likes the attention. She is a thought, and she likes attention. Uh, basically, it was good that you confronted her about having a... That, like, I know you have a boyfriend. Stop with this flirting shit, unless you're going to leave him for me. I had, I had to tell... I had a girl once. Uh, basically, like, I guess I was talking to someone else, and I guess we were just friends, and I was like... 
are you okay? And she was like, yeah, why? I'm like, well, you're acting like a jealous girlfriend and we're not dating and you have a boyfriend. So, uh, I'm not going to put up with this shit. That was me being a strong individual. Uh, yeah, this wasn't that long ago. If you want to know in the past year, um, but anyways, yeah, I told her, yeah, that's what I told her. And I'm like, are you going to leave your boyfriend for me? I mean, like, we could try it out, but are you going to leave your boyfriend for me? She's like, no, I love him, and I'm not going to do that. So she stopped trying to get attention from me. But we ended up being cool. Um, so basically like that, you should probably apologize for how you acted while you were drunk. Uh, that's probably a good thing to do. It's always a good thing to do. Um, but nevertheless, I would always say that, yeah, um, Maybe just mess with her. Like, she's, she wants you to flirt with her. But like, no. It's like, ew, disgusting. It's like, you want to have sex? Ew, gross. No. Not with you. Then maybe she'll leave her boyfriend for you. I don't know. I don't know how much you like her. Um, but anyways, uh, best thing I can always tell you, uh, looks like you did the right thing, but anyone else in this situation who's listening to the show today, uh, do this. And uh, hopefully she gets the message because she thought, and she says she can't live without you. Just tell her to die that's gonna be that we need to make shirts for that that'd be a cool shirt um all right next question my mom found just found my dildo and now she's degrading me for having one i'm 22 all right um i was cleaning it in the sink in the bathroom and put it to dry i was gonna come back and get it but before i did my mom went in the shower after she came out of the shower she started saying how disgusting i am that i have no morals left in me and i was considered a non-virgin because that thing because of that thing i have a boyfriend and she was questioning me like you two probably did some things already right no shame no shame i don't know what the tone of that was i mean she was really going for it calling me shameful in that and she even took the toy away from me uh she's a strict catholic and was comparing me to other people that my cousins probably don't do that do what i do and that she never expected this from me i just started crying to be honest because but I mean, for goodness sake, I think she's doing too much. Soon after my dad was going to use the bathroom and he was talking to me for a bit, asking why I looked upset. And then my mom came and was like, uh, you want your dad to know too? And my dad was like, no, what? And my mom said, "Never mind." But then I said, go on, tell him then since you like to open your mouth. And my mom even showed it to him and it was like, there my dad stayed quiet and didn't say anything he acted like it was nothing and just talked to me as normal and she still kept it hidden from me for fuck's sake i think she at least owes me an apology for happily exposing me to my dad too i feel awkward and i feel like not talking to her at all do i just wait until she forgets and what about her confiscating that toy i'm only visiting for the holidays okay uh, only thing I can tell you to do, um, I'm just going to look into the psychology of this. Um, from what it looks like, your mom is using your sex toy. Uh, she is in a sexless marriage. That's why she's jealous of you for having orgasms with a firm piece of plastic. So she is using that toy. You're, you're just going to have to buy a new one. I, I'm going to be honest with you. You don't want to share the same dildo. I I would usually, with guys, uh, I always go with a rule you don't share the same fleshlight. Uh, unless it's a community flashlight, if it's a community flashlight that's like public at a like music festival or something like that, that one is okay. But you should probably wear a condom with a flashlight, which doesn't make sense. Um, but also, um, only thing else I can say with that, um, yeah, she's using that. She's using that toy, and I guess you're okay with just a straight dildo, and not using a vibrator. I usually assume like women like the uh, 
clit stimulation and shit like that. Um, yeah, that's all I can really say. Um, yeah, in regards to that, um, yeah, she's using that dildo. She's mad because she has a sexless marriage. Uh, if your mom keeps agging on, just be like, are you not having sex in your marriage? Are you having a sexless marriage? Uh, is dad not making you come? Huh? 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 You just gotta be awkward with them. I know they're your parents and it's weird talking about that shit, but, uh, if you get over it, it's pretty funny to use. Uh, my parents don't do that shit to me and... That's why I don't have to bring that shit up to them because they know I will roast the hell out of them. It's okay to roast your parents if they're doing a lot of shit. Sometimes if you have an in-law or like, so say your boyfriend or whatever comes over. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's the, that's the best thing to do. Uh, just tell them to fuck off. Um, and, uh, be like, just because you're not nothing doesn't mean I can't that's that's the rule so you're gonna have to buy a new one unfortunately uh just get, go nice go for a nice vibrator just go for the nice vibrator all right next one i have here we got one two three four okay we got a couple more i'm probably not gonna spend i need to not spend too much time on these how to not let my boyfriend's easy easily triggered anger frustration affect me so my boyfriend gets anxiety and frustrated pretty easy what i consider normal inconveniences that are occurrences of everyday life or little things that don't go perfectly upset him and he gets an angry attitude when the when that happens i can be in an amazing mood and everything just changes for me i get anxious of him for the some reason and withdrawal emotionally i think it's some kind of flight response idk how can i fix myself so i don't react so strongly to this uh best way you can not react so strongly to it is break up with him because i believe any sort of rage i think i talked about this early in the show uh any sort of like rage if someone just gets rage filled really easily and it sounds like he is and it's affecting you personally just get rid of him then you don't have that problem anymore problem solved uh people with anger issues should not reproduce we should not have any sort of that genetic being reproduced into further generations we need to ma- we need to get rid of the rage-filled man you have to walk on eggshells around okay that's what you do so break up with your boyfriend that's an Ariana Grande song uh, just tell him all right I, I solved that problem that was a pretty quick solve I could be a really good marriage counselor all right um Still a deal breaker if someone doesn't appear to be taking the pandemic seriously. Uh, so I have a bit of a crush on a girl who occasionally comes in shopping to the grocery store that I work at. I've been trying to work up the nerve to ask her out whenever she stops by to see me and talk. And last night I had my chance, but then she said something that's kind of making me rethink things. She stopped to talk to me and she told me that she was going to a New Year's Eve party and she asked me if I'd be interested in coming once I'm off work. I told her that doesn't sound like a good idea and that I'd rather not risk it because because of the pandemic she didn't appear to take it too bad and then she just went on her way after that but now i'm thinking about her choosing to attend a big new year's party in the middle of a pandemic once things one thing to also mention is that when she does come in shopping she's one of the few people who doesn't wear a face mask and i've admittedly been a little bothered by that she doesn't appear to be taking COVID seriously at all and now i'm wondering if i should even pursue her would this qualify as a potential deal breaker? That is a red flag, my friend. Uh, that is something that you need to make sure that uh, doesn't affect your everyday life. She does not take science seriously. Uh, she's not wearing a mask, and I guarantee you, if you ask her about vaccines, she probably doesn't like those either. So uh, just tell her to fuck off and uh, yeah, tell her to be gone. If she wants to live with you, tell her uh, she can just die if she can't live without you. 
That's it. Uh, okay. Actually, no, I'm, I'm almost done. Okay. Boyfriend found out I had sex for money. My 24-year-old boyfriend found out I had sex for money before we were together. We've been together for four months. Last night, I fell asleep, and while he was in ecstasy, went through all my photos, and there were screenshots that showed that I had sex for money. I woke up at 5 a.m. and noticed he wasn't in bed with me, and my phone was gone. So I went out to the living room, and he said to me, tell me the truth. Were you an escort? I wasn't I wasn't. I've only had sex twice for money, and I said, no, what the fuck? So I told him the truth. I've had sex for money, so he packed all his stuff and put it in his car. He called me all types of names. I called my dad, and he had a discussion with my dad. He slept on the couch last night and told me he basically wanted nothing to do with me. He said he would have stayed with me if I had told him before because— but since I hid it from him, he no longer loves me or cares about me. He's apparently going to my dad's house to talk to him today. I love this boy with all my heart, and my emotions are in shambles, and I'm very loyal to him, and I would never want to hurt him. I really want to stay with him. I'm not sure if he wants to work things out, but I don't know what to do. Please help. All right, so he sounds like he needs to fucking get over that shit. Because uh, that was before the relationship, you were probably gonna need a time eventually but there's probably never a good time uh you had sex for money twice i i would have sex for money right now fuck <laughs> who wouldn't have sex for money only if you're in like a serious relationship where it's like not cool to have sex for money uh yeah i don't know why you can't have sex for money that's that's stupid uh tell him to grow the fuck up and he needs to get over it it was before you two met you didn't cheat on him so, like, he needs to get over it. You need to figure out why he's having, he has a, such a big problem with it. And remember, it was before your time. And so, if he can't get over that, uh, I'm available. And uh, I do not care about that shit. So, hit me up. That's, that's how marriage therapists work, right? If, like, yeah, it doesn't work out between you two, you can always get with me. Uh, all right. Final question of the podcast. Just running like hotcakes, people. McDonald's hotcakes. Man, I'm, I want McDonald's. Uh, my girlfriend told everyone I'm gay. All right. Ooh. Okay. I want to start by saying my girlfriend isn't a bad person at all. Our relationship is perfect in almost every way, barring one. I can't be intimate with her. We've been together for two years now, and I just don't trust her enough to be intimate with her. When I was younger, I was assaulted by my mother, and I've always just leaned away from intercourse. I'm not ready to talk about it with anyone, but at first, when I told her I just wasn't ready for she was extremely supportive. Now she's getting pushy and questioning my orientation constantly. I'm bisexual. We don't even have to be doing anything related to intimacy, and she'll bring it up, and it's always causing unnecessary arguments. Our fight last night really pushed things over the edge. She called me gay and broke up with me. I understand the breakup. I don't blame her for not wanting to sit around and wait for me. Telling everyone I'm gay is just too far. Now I'm getting messages from her gay cousin who wants to hook up with me and she's been calling me all day to apologize. Should this be a moment where I leave her behind for good or is this the moment where I try to come clean and tell her everything and try to fix the relationship? Um, yeah, so there's a lot of problems. You have a lot of problems. Actually, no, I have another question after that. Um, so I, okay, this is not the last question. I just saw the other one. Um, so yeah, you're gonna have to tell her why you haven't had wanted to have sex with her. And you're also bisexual. So, and it looks like you're probably pretty young. So you're probably questioning a lot of your sexuality. It's okay. It's okay. Figure that shit out, man. Uh, but no, uh, you gotta tell her why you're not having sex. Two years is a, it's an awful long dry spell. Um, I don't think, I don't think people, I feel like people who don't like, don't want sex, don't understand what it's like for people who do want sex a lot. 
And like, so you have to like try, you have to learn, you have to educate yourself on what it's like to want sex and shit like that. So, um, best thing you got to tell her and then you're going to have to put out bitch. Uh, that's all you can do. Uh, her cousin, her gay cousin is testing you. See if you're just not wanting to hook up with her and testing if you really are gay. You said you're bisexual. Um, that's a, that's a weird thing, dude. You got a lot of problems. You got to tell her that. You got to figure out why you don't want to have sex with her. And uh, yeah, I think she's overreacting. But also, you're being stingy. So, Mark, don't be stingy. Uh, either fuck her or break up, okay? It's not that hard, okay? You either fuck her or you break up, okay? Okay, actually, this is the last question. I did confirm it. I walked in on my stepmom, stepson... <laughs> I walked in on my stepson masturbating while wearing my clothes. I really hope he doesn't use Reddit, and I hope at least he does. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I got this from Reddit, people. You figure that out. At least he doesn't. I've been noticing some of my clothing, specifically bras and panties, but also other stuff like shirts has been going messing lately. I never thought about it too much, but I was still noticing it. I would be getting dressed in the mornings after my shower and noticed there was say only three panties in the drawer and i could have sworn there were four but like i said i never thought about it too much now i always knock on his door and all my other stepkids because they're a good stepmom and you're a good mom mothers always knock in knock on your on your sons because they're probably masturbating uh I'll tell you 75% of the time now, uh, and I always wait for an answer. This time I forgot, we all make mistakes, but then I opened the door and I saw him in my clothes and masturbating while he was presumably watching porn and he saw me. I instantly closed the door and walked away. This happens about 30 minutes ago and we haven't spoken and I haven't told anyone. I've been thinking of how to handle this, but I'm not sure. That's why I am here. Obviously, I need to apologize for walking in without knocking. That's very obvious, but I'm not sure how to approach him wearing my clothes. By no means do I want to shame him in any way for it, but he also can't be taking my clothes. I don't know if I should just tell his father or should I try to handle this myself. We are pretty close and I feel we have an amazing relationship, so I think it is something that I should be able to talk about with him. I also think it would be much more embarrassing for him if he knew his knew his father knew as well, which is what makes me think I should handle this myself. But I want to make it clear to him that I do not want to shame him for masturbating or for his kink. I want to be clear that, but this needs to be address could the solution be me buying him his own clothes i don't know that's why i'm here and hoping that you all can give your opinion and what you would want to happen if you were in his shoes because i have tried putting myself in his shoes and he's put you and he's put himself in your shoes in a way uh, i wouldn't want my stepmom to handle it herself and buy me my own clothes but i'm sure i'm biased and i don't have a kink or a fetish or maybe he is trans i don't know but i think it is more likely that it's just a kink and any advice would be appreciated yeah it sounds like a kink i don't think he's trans he could be i don't know he almost she maybe i don't know um yeah it sounds like he's just uh teenage boys are really weird because like they could probably, I think they just like, they think like under, like another woman's underwear is hot and the like, even like wearing it or using it to jerk off with is probably like super hot to them. I know last week we had the guy who jerked off into his girlfriend's socks and she put it on and it'd be all icky. That's disgu fucking disgusting. Um, but no, I would say, uh, best thing I would say for you in this situation, yeah, you may just have to talk to him. You don't have to talk to his dad or anything uh don't shame the masturbating like you gotta i think the biggest thing you gotta be listen buddy 
you can't be using my clothes. I wear this stuff. I don't want you masturbating with it. That's the thing. And then I figure out a solution for that. Just talk to him, open up the communication line, just talk to him and uh, see what you can do in the meantime uh, to figure out what's going to help him out. Um, yeah, you may have to be like, all right, you can masturbate, but you can't use my clothes. Got it. So, yeah. but uh, at least you're good. I think you just made a mistake and walked in on him. Uh, it's weird. Uh, I think he's just horny. He's just a horny kid. So, uh, nevertheless, uh, yeah, I would say just talk to him uh, and tell him make make that boundaries. And uh, let's go full throttle from there. All right. That concludes another, the best episode of Cancel Shweezy. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email to schwedcast at gmail.com. I'd be more than happy to answer more questions for you. We might have a new email soon. I'm figuring everything out and they're there. My new EP, Ride or Die, out now. <coughs> out now, everywhere you get music. Uh, go like it, subscribe to it, and if you like buying music, buy it. Be cool. Don't be stingy. Uh, and then like and subscribe on YouTube or wherever you're getting your podcast at. Leave a review, uh, subscribe, and, spe- and subscribe on Twitch if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Go check me out every Monday playing video games. And uh, if you want ad-free episodes of this show and all my other shows, head us up in the Patreon. Uh, like always, folks, uh, stay awesome and don't be stingy. Micah. Hey you, you just finished a full episode of the Schwedcast. I hope your brain cells don't hurt. Uh, if you want to support this show financially in the best way possible, go check us out on Patreon for $5 a month. You, yes, you can get ad-free episodes of the Schwedcast and is the best way to personally support me and this channel.